Hey, it's Mark Sievercrop, and you're listening to the 360 Entrepreneur with Jan Longa. This is episode number 10, and today we talk about how to build a network of long-lasting connections. Here we go. Welcome to the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast, the show for entrepreneurs and small business owners who dream big and want to do bigger. Join some of the world's top entrepreneurs, internet marketers, and best-selling authors as they share their inspiring stories, their struggles, and give actionable tips that will help you build, grow, and promote your online business. Here's your host, Yanni Lunga. Hey everybody, what's up? Yanni Lunga here with the 10th episode of the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast is already here, the 10th episode. Guys, I feel like I started podcasting yesterday, but this is already the 10th episode and time really flies when you're having fun. And this is definitely going to be a fun episode, but not only we're going to have a great time here, but we're also going to get some very valuable tips for networking. And it doesn't matter wherever you are, whatever you do, if you're looking to build a network of long-lasting connections, this episode is for you. And we talk about things that you can implement right away. Even if you think you don't have many followers, you don't have a big audience, it doesn't really matter because the tips we share today are really for everybody. And before I tell you more about today's guest, let's take a second to check today's sponsor. Before I found out about Social Oomph, I would spend hours promoting my content on social media. Now with Social Oomph, I can easily schedule updates on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, put those on autopilot and let Social Oomph work its magic. Go to 36entrepreneur.net slash social oomph to sign up and boost your social media productivity today. Okay, so today we are joined by entrepreneur, author and networking wizard, Mark Sievercrop. He has been named one of the 50 professional networking experts to watch in 2015 by Forbes. He blogs about communication and how to connect with others at silvercrop.com and is also the author of Project Success, How to Break Barriers and Bring Your Ideas to Life, as well as Start a Conversation with Anyone, Anywhere. you find the links to everything Mark and I covering this episode at 360entrepreneur.net slash episode 10. Let's hear it. Here is how to build a network of long-lasting connections with Mark Sievercrop. Hey, everybody. I'm super excited about today's episode. And this is something that each and every one of you should listen if you want to build a network of contacts. Or maybe you have already one in place, but you want to grow it. You're going to learn more about that with my guest. And what a guest I have here today is the author of Project Success, How to Break Barriers and Bring Your Ideas to Life. And he also been named by Forbes as one of the 50 professional networking experts to watch in 2015. It's with great pleasure that I welcome on the show, Mark Sievercrop. Hey, Mark, how's it going? I'm good. How are you, Jan? I'm great. Mark, I have to tell you, I'm really pumped about having you here today. So thank you for being with us. Absolutely. I'm honored. I'm glad to to get on and share some stuff with your audience. Awesome. Mark, I have to to say, you know, when I have guests like you, it's really difficult where to start from because you have the happy to your career. You have had Project Success, your book, and you've been named by Forbes as one of the really networking experts to watch this year. So kind of the first question I have to ask you is, can you tell the listeners a little bit more about yourself and what they can find on your blog, 
com. Absolutely. Well, I am on my blog. I talk mostly about connecting and developing relationships and building your network. That's the thing that that I found over and over again that that really uh, resonates with me. And I've had a lot of people, you know, a lot of us, Jan, we find that people over and over again will tell you kind of what you're good at or what they think you're good at. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I've had people tell me um, several times is that, wow, you know everybody. Or wow, you're really great <laughs> at getting to know people. And, and it's kind of funny. And, and part of that just comes from I live in a small town. And so, you know, I grew up here. So <laughs> a lot of people are like, wow, you know everybody. And that's just a matter of just living here my whole life. But but even still, you know, I've, I've, I've found that I'm really good at connecting with people and de developing relationships. And so I started talking about that. You know, I started with my blog. I would initially I talked about leadership and management and all of those types of things, but I've really honed into talking about networking and developing relationships because I've found that no matter what you want to do in your life, um, you're really only a few good relationships away from whatever your goals are. Um, mm -hmm. If you're not where you want to be, then you just need to find those relationships that you need to develop to get there. Um, and so that's what I really talk about. And that's what I really try to focus on on my blog is helping people to do that. Because a lot of people hear the word networking um, or they think about meeting somebody new and they get terrified. <laughs> um, and really, I just want to help people to to get over that fear and get over that that hesitation and be able to to develop relationships. Because I think that's really what life's about is those relationships you develop. And I think that, you know, you talk, you just finished by saying that that's what life is about. And I think that relationships can help you achieve success so it's something that you talk about in your book project mm -hmm. project success how to break barriers and bring your ideas to life can you tell the listeners a little bit more about the book in case they don't know about it what they can expect from it yeah yeah actually that's uh that's a book i wrote a year ago um and the premise of project success is the fact that um when we start something, a lot of times we get this big idea of what it's going to be. You know, I famously um, will get an idea and I'll, I'll, what I say is I take it from my garage to a Fortune 100 company in like three <laughs> seconds, you know, and, and then the problem is I start saying, well, okay, I don't know where to get a corporate jet, so I might as well not even start. <laughs> and, you know, I've done that over and over again in my life. And so the idea with Project Success is you take your idea and you break it down into a project. And you say, okay, I'm gonna, I want to do the whatever project. So if you were starting a podcast, I want to do my podcast project. And I'm going to do it for six months. And this is what I'm going to try to accomplish. And then at the end of six months, I'm going to re-evaluate how I did. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to make the decision whether I want to continue doing it or if I want to stop doing it or if I want to change how I'm doing it. Because a lot of us, we start something and then six months later or eight months later, we decide that we don't really want to do that. Mm -hmm. um, and then we quit and then we feel like a failure. You know, we feel like we quit mm -hmm. something and we feel like we're quitters. Whereas if you set up a project and you quit at the end of it, you didn't really quit. You just decided to go in another direction. You completed what you said you were going to do and then you moved on after that. So um, that's the whole premise of the book. It's just changing your mindset to get over a lot of those barriers that we put in front of ourselves. And, you know, and one of the, the main things that you have to do when you're doing that is to set up the right relationships, to have accountability partners, to find the people that can help you accomplish whatever that, that project is. Um, and so, yeah, it's just kind of a, a mindset shift that I went through. And, and I have to give credit to a, a friend of mine, Richie Norton. Mm -hmm. He um, wrote a book called The Power of Starting Something Stupid. And that's where I first heard <laughs> about this idea. He, uh, he talks a little bit about it in his book, and, and I just expanded upon that idea of, of using projects and changing your mindset to, to accomplish things. So 
that's that's the book, and um, you know, I was really excited to write it, and it's it's a, a great book to to get if you're trying to accomplish something for sure. And I think that you know what is great about your book, Mark, is that as you as you just told us, you really kind of help people getting in the mindset of you know how to go from point A to point B by creating a series of, of projects or or a big project broken into small projects. And you talked about, for example, if you want to launch a podcast. And by the way, speaking of podcast, if you want to learn how to launch a successful podcast, you can sign up for my free podcasting course at 360entrepreneur.net slash podcasting or simply go to the show notes at 360entrepreneur.net slash episode 10. Yeah, Mark, I think your example is great because if we think about launching a podcast, you know, I think it's very easy to do, like you say, you know, to bring an idea from garage to, you know, a top company or for a podcast to kind of go from the idea of, you know, being one of the best on mm-hmm. iTunes, for example. But there is a lot of work behind it. And as you said, if we just kind of go through the traditional way, and we end up quitting, we are quitters. Whereas if we break it into projects, for example, project one could be, you know, def- deciding the format of the podcast. Is it going to be interview based? Is it going to be uh, only me speaking? Second mini project could be uh, the length or, or whatever. I think it really helps getting the right mindset. And now, Mark, I, you know, the topic of this episode is how to build a network from scratch. Mm-hmm. And guys, if you're listening to Mark and I, make sure to tweet at Mark at Scrop2, and it's spelled S-K-R-O-P-P-2. Make sure to tweet at Mark if you are getting some great value from this interview. And Mark, if people are listening to you and I, and you know they are kind of starting from the very, very, very bottom, they're starting out from scratch, what do you think are the first things they should keep in mind and they should do in order to build their network of contacts? Well, I think one of the things that people need to realize is a lot of it, like anything in life really, is is having the right mindset. You know, people get scared when they think about networking and they get scared when they think about building relationships. And and for whatever reason, we're terrified to meet new people. But one of the things I tell people is you have to remember that you've been building relationships your entire life. You know, you've got to this point in your life by building a ton of relationships, probably dozens to hundreds of relationships. Um, (laughs) You know, I've never met the person that was a born networker. And what I mean by that is... And, and this is what I tell people, and they kind of chuckle when I do. But mm-hmm. when we're born, we all have the same amount of connections. You know, we all have one relationship, and that's the mother that gave birth to us. And after that, we all develop relationships the same way. You know, we develop them one by one, and we develop them by adding value and getting mm-hmm. to know that person and spending time with them and connecting with them and connecting with them. And so, the first thing I would tell people is, you already know a ton of mm-hmm. people. You know, that's the thing I hear from people all the time. I don't know anybody. And it's funny because it's like, oh, really, you know, how many Facebook friends do you have? You know, how many LinkedIn connections do you have? You know, nobody, nobody uh, knows nobody, I guess. And especially if you're listening to a podcast, you obviously know a few people. Um, and so the first thing I tell people is, is look at those people you already know. And, and I found that when people say, I don't know anybody, what they really yeah. mean is I don't know anybody well enough to ask them for help or, or well enough to, you know, whatever it is that you want to do. And so that's where I would start. That's that's kind of the low-hanging fruit, I guess, if you're building a network and building relationships is find those people that you know kind of on a, you know, a, maybe a not 
very mm-hmm. well and get to know them better. You know, whether that means that you send them a text or you send them an email or um, you invite them out to lunch or, or whatever it is, find ways to connect with them and to get to know them because it's by repeated contact that you build a relationship with somebody. And so not knowing anyone well enough to ask them for help mm-hmm. with something is a totally different problem than not knowing anybody. And very few people have the not knowing anybody problem. Most of them have the I don't know them well enough problem. And once you realize that, it takes away the, I guess, the the fear and the the mm-hmm. scary aspect of meeting someone because you've already met them. And that's the best place to start. I mean, that's, you know, <laughs> why go out and f- meet new people and terrify yourself if you have this whole group, whole group of people that you could get to know better. And you could, you know, develop your skills in in talking with people and and getting to know them and adding value to their life. Um, and you already know them. And then once you get to know them better, then you can meet people through them. And that's how your network's really going to grow is by starting with that foundation of people you already know. And, uh, you know, Mark, you talked again about the importance of having the right mindset. And I really want to emphasize it because I really agree with you. Also, when we, you know, when we think like, yeah, we don't know anybody, like you said, for example, how many Facebook mm-hmm. friends you have, how many LinkedIn connections you have, or uh, how many phone right. numbers you have in your phone, you know, like there is plenty of connections and you can start from there. And I know that, you know, maybe some of the listeners might be a bit skeptical in the sense that they might be kind of aiming higher. So maybe they want to connect with mm-hmm. influencers, for example, with the, with the top dogs. And we know that today with the, with the internet, with social media, it's never mm-hmm. been easier to get in touch with people. So do you have any tips on how to maybe get on, on the influencers radar when it comes to, for example, social media, or you have any, any tip? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the first thing I would say is, and I know a lot of people want to do that. And I, and I think there's, there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. Um, but I would really stress, you know, developing your skills with those people that are at your level. And, but then once you do that, I think, yeah, there's, there's, there are ways. And it's like you said, it's never been easier to, to connect with people. I'm, I'm blown away with the people that I've connected with that are, that are way above, you know, my level, I guess (laughs) you could say. Um, one of the, one of the biggest things you have to do is you find, you have to find, um, the way that they like to communicate. Mm -hmm. You know, some people are really active on Facebook. Some people are really active on Twitter. Some are on Instagram. And so you have to go to where they like to be. Um, Another thing that I was talking with somebody the other day is um, really making sure that you don't just come across as another Mm -hmm. fan. Um, Because, you know, these people have tons of fans and they have tons of people that that talk about how great they are and how much they want to meet them and all of these things. If you really want to connect with an influencer, you have to come across as more um, as more of an equal. Um, and I, I don't mean to to make up <laughs> things and not be honest in, in who you are, but what I mean is connect with them on a personal level. Um, all networking comes down to and all relationship building comes down to mm-hmm. adding value. Um, and you know, John Corcoran, Mm -hmm. who introduced us, um, a mutual friend of ours, he tells this awesome story about when he was working in the white house. And I love this because it completely tells how you do this. And he, uh, he was working for, uh, president Bill Clinton, um, in the United States. And he, before they, I think it was before Clinton left office. Anyways, there was this meeting where all the the staffers got Hmm. to shake his hand and, and get to meet him. And, and John tells a story about how they had heard through the grapevine that President Clinton was, con- was collecting old mm-hmm. Western movies. 
And so they went out and bought this package of old Western movies and, and got a bunch of them and put them together and I think put a bow around them or something. And when they got to him, you know, everybody was getting to shake his hand and talk to him for like five seconds. They gave him that that gift and they talked to him about Westerns and they talked to him about something mm-hmm. he was interested in. And John said that everybody else was probably looking around wondering why these these guys got to talk to him <laughs> for so long and they were seemingly nobody. But the point of it is they found a, a personal way to connect with him mm-hmm. that nobody else did. You know, I mean, everybody's flattered. You know, you know, President Clinton would have been flattered if people asked him questions like, you know, what was it like to be president? What's it like to do this? What's it like to do that? And they're flattered and they appreciate it. But if you connect with them on a personal level, it's a different relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, it's different than, oh, I love your book. Oh, will you sign my book? All of those things. And that's really the key. And with the people I've been able to do that with, that really is what it comes down to is connecting them with them, finding something that you can connect with them on a personal level and then continuing to add value to them. Everybody has mm-hmm. something they need. You know, even even people that you think have everything or are on the top of their game, there's something they need. And if you can find out what that is and add that value to them, you're well on your way to developing relationship. Um, so it's just a matter of setting yourself apart and, and uh, really wanting to develop a relationship with them and being patient and being uh, consistent. It takes a while because, you know, they're they're busy and they probably have lots of followers or connections and and uh, so it takes a while to 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 set yourself apart, but that really is what it has to be. Is you have to set yourself apart uh, with them. Mark, you are really providing us with so much value, and you know what I get through your through the the story of John that you share with us and what you've talked to, to us about in this last couple of minutes is really it really goes down to to two things. First of all, like you said, kind of you know check where the person you want to connect with is more is most active on is it facebook is it twitter is it email is it youtube first of all find that and second of all do some research so that you find a kind of common point or a point where you could kind of get into the radar for from the example you made us was perfect that you know they heard that bill clinton was interested in in western movies so that was was a great you know they obviously they did some some research even you know even if it was maybe just a rumor or whatever but there was some kind of research and then they that's Mm -hmm. how they entered his radar so i think it's it's you know that story that you shared with us it's really really important guys to really kind of think about when you want to connect with some someone and not just send them, for example, a tweet like, yeah, you're great, I love your blog. Because as Mark said, sure, they will be thankful for your compliment, but, you know, there are hundreds or even thousands of people that send that that kind of tweet or email every day. So you want to make sure that you stand out for some reason, you make a connection on a personal level and you provide value. And guys, again, if you're enjoying this episode with Mark Sivercrop, make sure to tweet at S-K-R-O-P-P-2, that's Scrop2, which is Mark's Twitter. And you know, if you are planning on, on implementing some of the, the things we have been discussing, make sure to let Mark and, and myself know because we'll definitely want to hear more mm-hmm. about what your thoughts are on, on maybe how you build your network. And Mark, I know that you have a secret sauce to start conversations with pretty much anyone. I know you've blogged about it and I'm really curious and I'm sure that some of the listeners, now that I said secret sauce are really <laughs> rubbing their hands and yeah. <laughs> and wondering what that is. 
Well, that was um, that was actually a, a guest post I had on my blog. A friend of mine wrote that, and the secret sauce is listening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people get so worried when they meet somebody that they're going to have to carry on a conversation for 20 minutes. Um, but I found the people that I really like talking to, and I think it's the same for everybody are the people that are interested in, in you mm-hmm. and, and want to know more about you and want to, um, want to really get to know who you are. So rather than having to come up with, you know, something to say for 20 minutes, the goal and the plan going into a, a conversation with somebody should be, you know, what are the two or three questions I can ask that would really help me get to know this mm-hmm. person? And, and and what would help me to really learn what makes them tick, what makes what drives them to get up in the morning, you know, what why they go to work every day. Those types of questions people love talking about. And then, you know, their hobbies and their family. If you can find those three things, you know, why they get up in the morning, um, their hobbies and their family. And you can ask about those things. You can get people talking forever. Um, you know, everybody loves talking about those things. So really, it's being a good listener. Um, you know, I find that that's one of the things that you know, as a society, I think we're not very good at anymore. You know, we're kind of ADD <laughs> with all of the. You know, we have our our phones have all you know Twitter and Facebook, and we can get the news and we can listen to podcasts. And so we're not always very good at listening. Um, and and one of the things I've told people is, you know, look today as you go through the day, whenever you're listening to this pay attention to how many times you're interrupted as you're talking to somebody, how many times you're starting to say something and somebody jumps in and says something. Um, and you'll be amazed how many times you're interrupted. And so if you can really master the skill of really truly listening to people and really wanting to understand them and what they're talking about, you will add a ton of value to them and they will walk away thinking you are the best conversationalist in the world when really you didn't do anything. You just listened and you asked good questions. And so that's really what, the most important thing is it's it's being a good listener because nobody wants to talk to the person that interrupts <laughs> them all the time. You know, nobody wants to talk to the person that's not paying attention um, or has to say, "I'm sorry, what did you say?" <laughs> six times. You know, that gets really annoying really fast. So if you can if you can master or at least get very proficient in listening um, and being a good listener, that really does allow you to start a conversation with anybody and, and get to know anybody because uh, all you have to do is ask a question. And then listen to them after that, and then ask another question based on what they say, and that allows you to really develop good relationships, and it makes you somebody that some, everybody wants to talk to. And if you want to build a network, people have to want to talk to you. You know, if you, <laughs> if you want to build relationships, they have to be comfortable getting to know you and talking to you and sharing things with you. And that's really what it comes down to. I think one of the most important things is is listening. So, Mark, sorry, what did you say? I was distracted. <laughs> sorry, I was looking at my phone. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. So, sorry, I was I was looking at my at my Twitter on the phone, and I was I was listening to a podcast. No, <laughs> seriously though, Mark, I think that's a great tip because I think we also see it actually on somehow on social media, for example, where everyone wants to talk about themselves, but you know, not everyone takes actually time to listen to what other people are saying or you know in this case to really go through other people content and obviously in face-to-face interaction like you said it's really it really starts with you know with the, with again with the right mindset mm-hmm. to really be interested in the other person in what they have to say and build the the connection step by step based on that so like you said you ask question for example about why do they get up in the morning something about their family so really on a you try to connect on a personal level and then from there you can build from those questions 
uh, or sorry, you can build from their answers. You can talk, you said, for example, about hobbies. That's always a great topic to, to really break the ice and, and connect with, with others. And before we continue with this awesome conversation, Mark, let's take a second to thank today's sponsor. Being from Switzerland, I know quite a lot about Swiss Army knives and time. I mean, after all, Switzerland is the country of watches, right? When it comes to social media, Social Oomph is my Swiss Army knife. With Social Oomph, I can put my social media marketing on autopilot and I can focus on networking and building valuable connections. Schedule tweets, track keywords, manage Facebook and LinkedIn profiles, groups, pages. Social Oomph does it all. Go to 360entrepreneur.net slash socialoomph to get Social Oomph for free or even snatch the free 7-day trial for Social Oomph Pro at 360entrepreneur.net slash socialoomph. And really, really, Mark, you're very, uh, you're really giving us so much practical advice that we can really put into action right now. I'm sure that each and every one of you guys who is listening, there is someone that you have wanted to connect with for some time. Well, I think that this episode with Mark Sivercrop, it's a great incentive on really taking the, the pledge and really start to build the connection. And I know, Mark, that that you're really passionate about the networking and you've also on your blog, you also talk about the importance of networking, even when people don't have much time. So do mm -hmm. you have some tips on how to network when we are short on time? Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's, you know, that's another one of the challenges I find people have is they think of somebody says networking and they think, oh, I've got to go to, you know, a networking event and that's going to take three <laughs> hours or, you know, and, and I'm just going to get, you know, people throwing business cards at me. Um, <laughs> but what I've found is most people um, can do a lot to build a network taking 10 or 15 minutes a day. It doesn't take that long. And the key, as with everything in life, is, you know, 20% of what we do makes the difference. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's that 80-20 rule. Um, and, and the same thing is with networking. So one of the things that I, I recommend people do if they're just starting out and they don't have a lot of time is, is to do what we were talking about earlier and, and look at those people that they already know. You know, look at that low-hanging fruit, the people you already know, and just reach out and connect with them. It's It really does come down to, to changing your mindset. Uh, for example, some of the things I do throughout the day is, you know, there's times where if I have five or 10 minutes, I'll go through my phone and I'll look at my contacts and I'll pick three or four people that I haven't talked to in a while. And I'll mm -hmm. just send them a quick text and say, hey, I was just thinking about you. How are things going? Um, another thing is, is using um, socially acceptable ways to connect. And what I mean <laughs> by that is, you know, LinkedIn does a fantastic job of this. Uh, Facebook does a good job of it. Find times that people have birthdays, anniversaries, job changes, and take five minutes and email those people or give them a call and tell them happy birthday. Um, you know, send them an email and say, hey, congrats, I saw you got a new job, you know, on LinkedIn. And um, doing those types of things goes a long ways because most people don't do it. Um, you know, if you're to ask most people, they always see, you know, every day Facebook says, hey, you know, this is so-and-so's birthday today. And most people don't do anything with it. Or at the very most, they'll post on their wall and say, hey, happy birthday. Mm -hmm. If you take one more step above that and you send them an email or best, you give them a call and say, happy birthday, just wanted to see how you're doing. Um, you know, hope you have a great day. That goes a long ways to build relationships. So those are a couple of things that I do. Another thing that is really important that I think works really well, and I've actually noticed, Jan, that, that um, 
I think you've encouraged people to do this for you on your LinkedIn account is writing LinkedIn recommendations. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the easiest things to do and it makes a huge difference. Um, I'll, I'll give you an example. I had a, a guy that I work with that um, he, uh, I, I'd written him a LinkedIn recommendation. I got up on and spent five minutes um, writing this recommendation and, and sent it. And he works for a company that, that my company works with. So um, one of our, our uh, vendors and I got, I think three times that week, he told me how much he appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he sent me an email back right away and said, Hey man, thanks so much. That was really cool. Um, you know, I appreciate you doing that. And then I saw him later in the week at, um, for something for work. And, you know, he told me again, he's like, man, that was just really neat. I can't, you know, <laughs> I, I really appreciate that because if you think about it, most people have a LinkedIn account because either one, they're trying to find a job, um, or two, they're trying to advance in their career, mm-hmm. whatever that means, or, or make connections for, um, whatever they do, whether they're a salesman or whatever. So those recommendations are huge in adding value to them because that's social proof for them of whatever it is they do. But the second thing is it shows that you um, interacted with, you know, it shows, it connects you with them. You know, it gives you an opportunity to start a conversation. And really what all of those things do, and that's what it comes down to, is finding ways or excuses to connect with somebody. You know, whether it's a birthday or whether it's because you sent a, a recommendation, whatever it is, those start conversations. Because almost invariably when I do that, somebody will send me an email and say, hey, thanks. You know, I appreciate mm-hmm. that. And then I'm, that allows you to say, yeah, absolutely. No problem. How are you doing? What's going on in your life? What What are you working on? And then that you get to start that conversation without it being weird. You know, and that's what everybody's worried about is it being weird when you start a conversation with somebody. So it's finding those two or three things that you can do that that don't take very much time. And, you know, doing a recommendation doesn't take very much time. Telling people happy birthday when it's their birthday doesn't really take that much time. Um, and those are the things that you can do. Another thing is um, what I call quarterly reach out emails. And I totally stole this idea from a friend of mine. Um, so <laughs> I I don't take credit for that, but the idea is that you every quarter reach out to everybody in your network. Um, and what my friend does is, is he'll take, um, you know, you hear that and it's like, well, geez, I have, you know, 300 people on my LinkedIn. <laughs> How am I ever going to do that? I don't, I thought you just said, Mark, yeah, 80, 20 much time, you know, but what I do and, um, you know, when, when people sign up for my email list, I give them, um, a PDF of kind of the tips I use for this, but I make kind of a, a, a boilerplate email or a basic email that says, you know, what I'm doing, you know, what's going on in my life. Um, and just says, basically, I hope you're doing well. Um, I don't ask them any questions because I don't want people to feel obligated to respond, even though most of the time they do. Mm-hmm. And so I have this basic email and then I, um, will send it to everybody in my, my, um, my network. But what I do is I'll take like two days a week. So say Tuesdays and Thursdays, and I'll, I'll set aside 15 minutes to do this. And on Tuesday, maybe at the beginning of the quarter, I'll say, okay, I'm going to email everybody whose last name starts with A. Mm-hmm. And I'll email those people and I'll pull it up and I'll paste that email in. Maybe write a couple sentences at the beginning um, that, that apply to the person. Like, you know, if I was sending it to you, you want to be like, hey, you know, I know you're getting ready to launch the podcast. I hope that's going well. Mm-hmm. If I can help with anything, let me know. And then it'll be the basic email of here's what I'm doing. Here's what's going on in my life. And then it'll just be basically, you know, hey, if I can help you with anything, you know, shoot me an email and, you know, talk to you soon. And I send that to everybody that's last name starts with A. And then Thursday, I'll start with everybody that, that you know, is B and maybe C if there's not very many of those. And so you, if you do that a couple times a week and just break it up, um, the interesting thing is if you do it two times a week, um, that's 13 weeks and a quarter. 
and there's 26 letters in the mm-hmm. alphabet. So you get through everybody every quarter. And the cool thing is, you know, you send those and some people will never respond, but you, they still see your name in their email or in their LinkedIn account. And so they recognize you and it keeps that contact warm. But I found that 70 to 75% of people will respond. Even though you don't ask them a question, even though you don't expect them to respond or give them any reason to necessarily have to, most of them will. And then that, again, allows you to start that conversation and be able to, to, to develop that relationship with them. Um, so really the key is just, uh, you know, finding ways to start a conversation with people and get to know them and, and ask them questions and, and do those types of things. And there's a lot of ways to do that. And, and some will work for some people and some won't work for some people. You know, not all of those may work for everybody in your audience, but if they start thinking in that way and thinking about how can I find reasons to connect with people or talk to people, they'll find ways that work for them. And then as you do that, it's just a matter of, of continuing that conversation. And when you do that, it adds value and you develop relationships. And before you know it, you'll look look behind you and notice that there's a ton of people you're connected to and a ton of people that you do know well enough that you could email them and ask them to help, you know, promote your new podcast or, you know, share a blog post or, you know, recommend somebody for your product, whatever it is, you'll have a lot of people that will be more than willing to do that. Wow, Mark, you're you're simply rocking this episode. I think that these are probably going to be the the most valuable 30, 40 minutes that people are going to have in a long time because you really are giving out so many great tips on really how to build a network from scratch. So you talk to us about the importance of, you know, reaching out to the people, you know, first you told us about the importance of, of really listening and now you told us about the the some of the tactics you you implement and you use to kind of keep you know your contacts warm you told us some tips on how to connect with those people that we have always dreamed of connecting with and really you are simply simply providing us so much value with so much value and i want to first of all thank you personally for what you do and guys again make sure to go to silvercrop.com which is Mark's blog and you find more great blog posts with plenty of tips and obviously there is also the podcast Happen to Your Career podcast where you can listen to Mark and Mark if you were to give one final tip for the listeners and maybe you know some words of encouragement on on you know where to go next what would you tell them? Yeah. Well, before that, uh, a couple of clarifications. I'm sorry I didn't tell you this, Jan, but I actually uh, do not co-host the Happen to Your Career podcast anymore. Um, oh, okay. I, that's a friend of mine, and that's fine, and, and you should go there. If, if you um, have any need or desire to switch careers or find work that you love, uh, that's the friend of mine, Scott Barlow. He and I started that company. Um, and then I started just focusing solely on networking. Mm-hmm. Um, so absolutely check out that podcast. If you listen to some of the early ones, uh, I think the first probably 30 or 40 episodes, um, I'm on those and, uh, we have a lot of back and forth fun. So, uh, certainly <laughs> check it out. I actually have a, a podcast called the real world networking podcast Okay. Um, that, that uh, talks specifically about networking. A lot of the things that you and I have talked about today. Um, and then for your audience, before I get into the final tip, um, if they want to go to sievercrop.com backslash 360, just the number 360 for your podcast, Jan, um, I want to give them um, my book, Start a Conversation with Anyone Anywhere. Um, I sell it for on Amazon for 
$4.99 or $5.99. I don't know what it is right now, mm-hmm. um, but would love to give it to your audience for free. Um, so if they get there, they'll get that. And then um, they'll get some other uh, free resources as well. Uh, one of those being that PDF about reach out emails, how to do that, um, and some other things. So I'd love to give that to them and, and certainly connect with them. Mark, sorry, sorry that I interrupted. I just want to thank you on behalf of myself and my audience. And guys, make sure to give Mark a shout out on Twitter again at Scrop with two Ps, Scrop2. Make sure to give him a shout out and go to silvercrop.com forward slash 360 so that you get access to Mark's ebook, Start a Conversation with Anyone Anywhere. Yeah, thank you. Um, so final tip, the, the thing I would tell people is, first off, it's not as scary as you think it is to meet somebody. <laughs> um, you know, remember all the people that you've met through your life and you've developed relationships with all of them. So get over that fear of meeting them. But but second, I would say just start. Um, mm-hmm. You know, even if you can only spend five minutes a day, even if it's only, you know, emailing one pe- person a day or sending one tweet or you know, saying hi to one person or, or, or whatever it is, something's better than nothing. Uh, you know, a friend of mine, Matt McWilliams has, uh, I don't know if he's famously said it, but I, I love when he <laughs> says it, he goes, he says, um, 0% doesn't scale very well. Um, so I love that because the whole point is even if you do something, it will add, you know, it will develop and it will grow. But if you're not doing anything, if you're you're paralyzed with fear or you don't know where to start or you don't think you have enough time, yeah, you're never going to grow your network. But if you can reach out to one person a day, if that's all you have time for, that will scale and that you will develop more relationships and your network will grow. Um, now, it will take longer, but that's okay. You know, what, whatever you can do, start where you're at and go from there. And if you'll do that, you will develop a network and you'll you'll look back and you'll realize, wow, I know a lot of people that I didn't know a year ago or six months ago. Mm-hmm. And that's what's happened to me. You know, I've just uh, developed relationships, didn't really realize the uh, the effect it was having. But um, I look back now and I can count, you know, literally dozens of people that I know that I didn't know a year ago. And that's really neat. Um, you know, and, and I'm happy to, to add you to that list, John, and, and look mm-hmm. forward to, to developing relationship with you and helping you and excited for the podcast. And, and, um, you know, I just really appreciate you having me on and, and look forward to, to getting to know you better and, and helping you out however I can. Man, Mark, thank you so much. You know, likewise, I'm so happy that we got introduced that, that we are in contact. I hope we're really gonna develop this relationship well beyond, well beyond this episode. And I also want to thank you once again for being here on the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast and for telling us more about all the great things you do and for giving out some tips on how to grow a network from scratch. Mark Sievercrop, thanks again, man. Thank you, Jan. Alrighty, we are back. Mark, Thank you so much. I had a great time, not only connecting with you, but talking with you. And I hope we're going to continue collaborating more in the future. And guys, you heard it. Mark has a gift for all of us. Make sure to go to 360entrepreneur.net slash Mark. That's 360entrepreneur.net slash Mark, M-A-R-K. And you get a free copy of Mark's book. And also make sure to connect with him on Twitter, you find the link to Mark's Twitter account and everything else we have covered in the show notes at 360entrepreneur.net slash episode 10. And since today we talked about 
networking, how to connect with people, I would like to connect with you. Make sure to follow me on Twitter. I'm at Yannick underscore Ilunga. Make sure to connect with me on Twitter and give me a shout out so that I know you came through the podcast and I'd love to start a conversation with you. So again, go to the show notes page of this episode so you find the link also to my Twitter there and let's have a great conversation. I'm Yann Ilunga and you've listened to the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast. Thank you so much for your support and have a great day. Thank you for listening to the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast. For more tips and tools, head over to www.360entrepreneur.net.